Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a happy edition of the Bird Brains. I'm ex Philadelphia Eagles tight end Ken Dunnick. My partner is the longtime beat writer for the Eagles with NJ.com and the Trenton Times, Mark Eckel. Mark, how are you? I'm good. We got we got happy talk today for a change. That's good, <laughs> yeah. right? Hey, and, and by the way, I just before we get started, I, I want to uh, say a couple of things. Let's mention our sponsor, Philly Man and Jersey Man Magazine. Our big unmasking the Legacy Gala is this Thursday at Ballroom at the Bend, six to ten p.m. Ninety-seven point five host Mike Missinelli is the MC. A lot of celebrities like Mike Quick, Brian Prop, Katie Falinger, Joe Conklin are scheduled to attend. For ticket information, please go to our website, jerseymanmagazine.com, or you can contact me, Ken, at jerseymanmagazine.com, or call 856-912-4007. You still have about 24 hours to get some tickets, and it's a great night for charity, and it looks like we're going to have close to 400 people there, which is kind of amazing uh, considering the conditions. So. I uh, just got back from the Miami Man Magazine launch. Mark, it's pretty nice down there. You know, you've migrated to a southern state, and uh, I think they're going to need some help down there this winter from me, don't you? I mean, they can't do it on their own in the winter. Oh no, I think. You, oh, absolutely. You need yeah. to go down there, and, and you might need help. You might need help, so give me a call. Let me know. That's yeah, absolutely possible. I, I, listen, the dolphins are bad too. Maybe we could do a. Uh, a funeral podcast for the oh, Dolphins yeah. everywhere. They're really bad. You know what's weird about Miami, before we get into this thing, is they're all about the heat. The Dolphins are like an afterthought, which is surprising. Yeah, because, well, you know, they would be. They'll fill they were well any good. because of the success, yeah. But, right. You know, you, you think about those years with Don Shula, and it was really a story oh, franchise, yeah. and, and now uh, they take a back seat to Miami Heat. But anyway, we've got some happy talk. Like I said, the Eagles – Pounded a hapless Detroit team, forty-four to six. And Mark, you and I were chatting before the podcast. We really didn't realize Detroit was this bad. Now they they may have come out flat, but that's just a bad, bad football team. That's the reason why they're zero eight, I guess. Yeah, you know, I didn't, and I didn't think they were that bad to be honest. Going into the, I, I think they kind of, I don't want to say quick, because I hate to say a player, you know, a, a professional. Well, they didn't show quit. up. They didn't, they, yeah, exactly. They right. Up. Uh, I don't know what's going on down there. I mean, like like we had said last week, they played some pretty tough games this year, and and that's a, they they've only been blown out in their own eight, right? But only t- twice have they not been in the game. The, this well, past week against the Eagles and against the Bengals. I mean, they get, they they should have beaten or could have very easily have beaten Baltimore and Minnesota. They, well, they I lost mean, Baltimore. On, what was Baltimore? Six, a a record-setting yeah. field goal, sixty-six exactly. yard field goal at the buzzer. At the buzzer yeah. And the Vikings was the Vikings were a fifty-five yard field goal yeah. at the buzzer. So that's two very possible wins. They outplayed the Bears. They definitely out. I mean, they outplayed them up and down the field, but they had like five turnovers. I think four of them in the red zone. So that was another very winnable game. They gave the Niners, they, they, they fell behind but came back and had the ball with a chance to tie, you know, last play of the game. Green Bay beat them. The final score was looked like a blowout, but they, let, they actually led at halftime of, of, of that game, and then Green Bay just kind of dominated the uh, second half. So, I mean, they, you know, I don't know what happened last. I didn't expect no. this, but, but it tells you in the NFL just how crazy – what what one game and one week can can do because week, week to week man you, you know, know last last week we're doing this and we're and we're talking about you know is Sirianni safe and what's going on hurts and 
you know, it looked, I mean, thinking that they could lose that game and, you know, what would happen then? Well, mm-hmm. now they win and they win impressive. And I don't want to say the word. No, but no you, please. But you, but you played for Jim Mara, right? <laughs> I did. Don't yeah. say it. I'll, I'll just say, say that. Say I, just asked you, I just asked if you played for Jim I don't want to hang up on you. It's our own <laughs> podcast. I don't want to hang up. But, but, but listen, so, so Sirianni during the week. Now, you know, this, hey, I know you're not a fan of his. And I think it's a reach to put him in this position. Of course he's going to accept the job. I personally don't think he was sure. quite ready for it. No. But as, we, as we've talked before at length, Lurie is only going to hire the up-and-comers. He's never going to give the keys to the franchise to an experienced coach, but he loses control. But Sirianni makes a quote this week talking about watering the flowers and watching the flowers grow. And I'm sitting there thinking, listen, if you want to go off on this tangent, that's fine. You better win this game, man, because that's the kind of a playoffs quote that Jim Moore made or – you know, the, Jerry Burns going off with the, the swear words in front of the live cameras. That kind of quote, if you don't back it up with a win, is going to haunt you for the rest of your career. Luckily, Eagles came out and gave a great performance. Yeah, and and now we, now you you look ahead. Um, well, today's the trade deadline. Yeah. Uh, by 4 p.m. Eastern time, you know, uh, there, there will be some moves. Yeah, Von Miller goes to the Rams. Was, yeah. was Von, How about that? Rams, that's a, that's Rams a earth shaker. Trade the last two picks they have left, <laughs> basically. <laughs> to, you think, to, you uh, think they're going for it? You think all their cards are on the table? They're they going better for win it this year. I mean, they, they better win a Super Bowl this year or next year because their future isn't real bright there. We're not, they don't have many, you know, they don't have any picks the next couple of years. But, nah, but hey, good for them. That, that they want to go for it, go for it. Uh, do you think the Eagles do anything today? Either sell um, or buy. Either way, I, I, listen. What, it's so hard to get value for players in the NFL because teams know that if you're looking to move a guy, you're probably going to cut him anyway. So why offer a lot now? You know, Von Miller. You'd think you know, eleven year veteran, eight time Pro Bowler. He happens to be right now, right. but they only got, I believe, a second and a third round second draft third. choice right. for him next year. And you would think a guy of his magnitude would command better than that, but. As I said, the the trade, you know, uh, Zach Ertz went for, what, a a six-round pick, fifth-round pick or something like that? A six and a player, right? Right. So, I mean, what, you know, what is their value there? So I would assume uh, the Eagles being in the situation they're in, if they got an offer that they felt was, you know, better value than the player, they would do it. It's, uh, you know, the optimism that you provided us at the opening of the podcast I don't think is realistic. I don't think the Eagles are a playoff team. Oh, you but, said the word. I didn't say the word. But we're going to say you. You said the. You didn't I want just to use the playoff. To for Jim okay, I'm telling you. I was I'm telling you they're play. not a playoff team. <laughs> and, and, and we're going to talk about the schedule coming up. But but listen, you know, here's a template for winning football. And you, you mentioned Jim Moore. I played for him for three years with the Stars. Jim had a great saying. He said, if you can run the football, and you can stop the run. You've got a chance to win every game. I don't care what newfangled Don Coryell, uh, you know, kind of offense that somebody presents to you. The, the basic tenets of football are running the football and stopping the run. Now, the Eagles on Sunday had an emphasis on running the football. By the way, Boston Scott, who you and I both love, brings an energy mm-hmm. to the game, 12 uh, carries for 60 yards. 
Jordan Howard has been on the practice squad the entire year, 12 rushes for 57 yards. Both of them had two touchdowns. And on Jalen Ertz, most of his 71 yards rushing were, were escapes because he avoided the rush. And, by the way, he did a very good job of that on Sunday and was able to complete a few balls and, and run for first downs. But, you know, you, you look at rushing for, for that type of yardage, and then the defensive line shows up, right? Josh Sweat with two big sacks in the first mm-hmm. half. Fletcher Cox making his presence known. Actually, he said he wasn't paid to snip out screens. Well, he snipped out a screen pretty good. He made the tackle. Um, And the team had six sacks overall. Avante Maddox punches the ball out. The one that Darius Slay is able to scoop and score on. So, you know, their their defense, especially their defensive line, showed up and then rushing the football. Hey, listen, uh, I think Jalen Hurts uh, only only threw the ball uh, 14 times. Completed nine of them. Yeah, for 103 yards. So, uh, you know, I, I hope Sirianni takes something out of this moving forward because it was it was fun to see them run the football and able to, to balance out the run and the pass a little bit. Well, you know, I spent a lot of years covering football, and I would always tell fans, like, fans always have opinions, and that's fine. That's what makes you a fan, that, that, that's that's a good thing. But, you know, they would always say, oh, they should do this. I'd always say, listen, the coach, you know, even I, as a writer, I would, I would ask questions, obviously, that was my job, but I never really, like, I was assumed that, you know, they know more than we do. They know their players better than, as, 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 as much as we think we know the players and we know the game, their head coaches, their, you know, coordinators, they know more. They, they, they want to win more than we do because it's their job. Like, their job, I'm not getting fired if the Eagles lose, but guess what, Nick Sirianni, if Nick Sirianni goes, you know, Three and thir- three and fourteen now or whatever, and he might get fired. I mean, that, that well, his job's on the line. Anyway, I would always say they know more than we do. Well, haven't everybody been telling him to run the ball more? <laughs> hasn't yeah. everyone told him to be more aggressive on defense, blitz a little bit? Well, well that, he did that, those two things last week, and they won forty-one to six. Yeah, I think I really do. It was. I, I really do believe part of the problem has been they've been so inept early in games, falling behind that he felt like he had to throw. But I think he panicked. Way, I think he panicked way too early. Yeah, in a lot of those games, I mean, you got to behind. You got to fall behind twenty-one nothing. Yeah, fall behind seven-three. That's not crazy, you know. Yeah, yeah. And but, Blake, um, what about defensively? They they finally look like a the the kind of defense the Eagles are, have been known for for years. You know, listen. Aggressive. Listen, if you can get heat on the quarterback only rushing four, you're going to have success. Now, uh, Jared Goff is, uh, is mediocre to me at best. I mean, he's immobile. I don't think he has above average arm strength. You know, he reminds me a little bit of uh, Barkley that came out of USC Ooh. that everybody was raving about. Actually, was on the Eagles uh, third team for a while. Yeah, but he, he looks like. He just like a, looks like a smaller guy with, without exceptional arm strength. And obviously he's had some success. He went to the Super Bowl with the Rams a few years ago. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I was just uh, – I was really shocked at the ineptitude. Let's talk about injuries for a minute. Jalen Rager, uh, again, uh, not uh, a target in the passing game. He went out of the game early with an ankle trying to score in that, uh, that jet sweep type of a play. And then – Jack Driscoll, and another starting offensive lineman for the Eagles, is out with a hand injury. That brings Herbig in. And, and now Toff is really the only experienced backup that the Eagles have on the offensive line. They've got a few guys on their practice squad. But, you know, the Eagles are, are getting dangerously thin, certainly in the offensive line. 
Well, then let's go back to what I brought up earlier, the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Could Eagles could Eagles trade for a guy? They have a bunch of extra picks now. They got a, the extra six for Hurt, like you said, for Ertz, and they got a couple. Uh, they got a pick for Flacco. Do they maybe get a, a veteran offensive lineman to bail him out for rest? You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what, Mark? It's an interesting point you bring up because you and I are convinced that Howie is not the greatest drafter. Okay, he's missed right. on on too many picks. Too many. Maybe pack, packaging some picks for an experienced player right. that has already made his mark in the NFL is a, is a safer way to go for him because I mean just look at the Jalen Rager pick you know moving mm-hmm. moving up and passing by you know Lamb and all those Jefferson and all those receivers I mean that that's a bad pick at yeah. this point you have to say that's a bad pick <laughs> yes so I, I'm a, I'd almost rather see Howie go for an ex- experienced player even though he's that's, got maybe that, a couple miles Howie's gonna do something Howie's the kind of guy. Like him or not, and I'm I'm in the not category, but he does things. He's not a sit on his hands and let things go by. He loves because because of his background and everything else. He likes to be involved. He likes to see his name in the paper if, if there's still papers. He likes to see his name on, <laughs> online, I guess now. Um, you know, he he likes doing things. He's he's and good or bad. I mean, you can look at that any way you want. But he is a he's an aggressive general manager. He really is. Whether you like I said, whether you like him or not, you can't say he doesn't try. Now, he doesn't always succeed because of his lack of being able to judge talent, say, but he, he's always willing to make a move. You know he's going to – now, again, it takes two to make a move. He's going to be on the phone. He's not going to be sitting in his office, you know, doing a crossword puzzle today. He's going to be on the phone. Yeah. He's going to be talking to Buffalo and talking to Miami and talking to Jacksonville and talking to Green Bay. He's going to be talking to, to – Several other general managers today, probably buying and selling. He may look to maybe you know. I would sell if there's a guy in the last year like they did like they did with Zach Ertz. They want he wasn't going to be on the team next year, right? So get something, mm-hmm. and they, mm-hmm. they didn't get much, but they got something. So if there's yeah. another player like that, maybe Derek Bar- Barnett comes to mind. Um, you can get something for Derek Barnett. Yeah, so. I'd, I'd like to move him. I think, yeah, they, I think they would too. He's been he's them. been an underachiever. Dillard, can you get another first round Dillard? pick? By the way, yeah, Dillard too, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, even though they're short on offensive line, but hey, let's uh, got about thirty seconds left. Eagles schedule coming up. They have the Chargers at home. Now the Chargers have struggled the last couple of weeks. Yeah. The Eagles playing better. If the Eagles play like that, that might be a, a competitive football game. The Chargers are great early, but not lately. They're at Denver, which is a tough place to play. But again, Denver starting out three and zero has not set the world on fire. They did beat Washington this past weekend. And then New Orleans, the Giants, the Jets, Washington, yada, yada. Mark, it always goes quickly. We will hopefully cover an Eagles win next week on the Bird Brain. Thanks for being with us, everybody. Have a nice day. Take care.